Welcome to the ADHD Refresh Podcast. My name is Anne-Marie Espina, and I am an expert in ADHD transformation for entrepreneurs. I have a lifetime of experience navigating ADHD all the way from junior high to high school to post-secondary institutions, successfully navigating my own career and also successfully running my own business. I am absolutely obsessed with helping you release old stories and narratives of ADHD that are holding you back so that you can start achieving your 10-year goals right now. You can be, do, or have whatever you want in this life. You just need the right skills to get you there. So within this podcast, you will find the skills that have drastically transformed the lives and businesses of countless clients that I have worked with. My goal of this podcast is to share with you skills, strategies, and tools to show you how you can move from being a made-for-more entrepreneur into a powerful CEO that can create the thriving business you've always imagined. So if you are someone who is looking to level up your business, and if you are somebody who wants it all in life, this podcast is for you. You will learn a powerful strengths-based approach so you can ditch the overwhelm, gain clarity and peace of mind so that you can create the business and life of your dreams. I am so excited to have you here. Let's help you transform into a powerful CEO. Okay, so here we go, episode eight, and I am so excited. I started creating this episode, and my notes started getting so out of control that I was like, okay, just put them down, just start talking. (laughs) So this episode started out as something else, and here we are. So we're going to roll with them. Yeah, so I I was inspired to kind of start this episode today because I've had so many amazing things happening this week. And, you know, none of these things are things that have happened outside of me. They are all things that I have created internally. So I really think that what I'm going to be sharing with you today is really, really powerful and honestly can really completely change your life essentially and change your business when you actually implement these things that I'm going to tell you today. So one thing that I love is that life is so magical when you actually take the time to slow down and appreciate it. So I actually had someone today ask me, we were doing an Instagram live together and I came on and I was beaming, smiling. And she said, you are so happy. What is it all the time? Every time I see you, your energy is like, so high. What is it? You're in love. (laughs) I laughed. And originally I thought, no, I'm definitely not. (laughs) But then I instantly said, you know what? I am. I am completely in love. I am in love with life. I am in love with existence. I am in love with consciousness. I'm in love with myself. I'm in love with just everything that is happening around me. I'm in love with the people who are in my life. I am in love with all the experiences that I have. And so, you know what? I said, you're right. I am in love. And then I smiled. And I just think that this stuff is so powerful. Like it really, really changed my life, honestly, completely. When I started to lean into looking at the relationship that I had with myself. So one of the things too, is, you know, in this episode, you're going to see the themes that I, you know, you'll see the themes of love, appreciation, what my relationship used to be with myself. And I really hope that you guys can take away some things that you can start applying to your life and your business to start getting the results that you want. For me, 
I used to shy away so much about how much I loved life. I actually remember dating one of my ex-boyfriends and he was complaining about something and he was grouchy often, (laughs) you know, and it actually made me go inwards and reflect and say, okay, well, maybe, maybe nobody does love life this much, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not seeing life correctly. And wow, what a way to dim my own light, right? (laughs) So sad. (laughs) But I've only just started leaning into the fact, you know, that I am obsessed with life. I love life. I tell everybody, even like when life is so hard and I'm going through experiences that maybe I don't want to be experiencing, I still love it because I know that at the end of the day, there is going to be a lesson there for me to learn. So I just honestly am in love with the experience of life, all the highs and all the really low, low lows and all the other days in between. I just literally love all of it. So when I, you know, it wasn't always this way before I, yeah, I was just hiding it. I was dimming my light, you know, and I would allow other things, external circumstances to dictate the way that I was feeling. And, you know, now today, this week, you know, this is a new normal for me is feeling on top of the world all of the time, no matter what is happening outside of me. Right. (laughs) I really used to not allow myself to experience life for so many reasons. I had so much anger inside of me. One of the places the anger came from was my ADHD diagnosis, right? And there was a bunch of other experiences that I had in my life, one of them which I'm going to share next episode with you. But I had so much anger inside of me. And always underneath of anger is sadness, right? So if you see somebody and they're a really, really angry person, always there's just sadness that is hidden underneath of all of it. I had anger towards my brain. I was angry at, you know, the school systems. I was angry at just honestly so much stuff. And I carried that with me everywhere. I always wondered why I was so different and what was wrong with me. You know, honestly, I was just trapped in victim mentality. So if you are someone who wants to be happy all of the time, regardless of what is happening in your external world, I want to share this episode today so to help you get to that same place as well, right? And not to say that, you know, you can be a happy person all of the time and still experience sadness, right? You can be a happy person and still experience doubt you can be a person who's really happy and still experience all the other emotions right it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be ignorant and ignoring all of the other emotions that are part of being a human right so my story started from hmm, I don't even know where it started to begin with to be honest it doesn't really matter (laughs) but I used to work crazy hours you know I've mentioned before on other episodes I used to work 60 hours a week And for me, I thought it was some kind of badge of honor. And honestly, I used to brag to people about it. (laughs) Oh, I've been working 60 hour weeks and I'm working so hard. (laughs) And, you know, at that time, I didn't realize that I was, I was running from myself, right? I did not want to be stuck with myself. So for me, the best way to continue running from myself was to be so busy that I didn't have time to sit down with myself. So during that journey, I had to really stop and ask myself, you know, what benefit do I get from holding on to the belief that I need to work like a psychopath who has no time to live life? 
And then I reflected and thought, okay, well, what benefit do I get from holding on to this belief? Working like that allowed me to avoid looking within myself at what I was afraid to see within myself and what I was afraid to find. So I see this all the time, you know, this is a chronic thing that we see in the world, right? I honestly was terrified to look within myself because I thought it was going to be this angry, mean monster inside of me that was, yeah, like a monster. I honestly thought I was a monster inside. And so for me to stay busy meant that I didn't have to confront that. And for me to stay busy meant that I didn't need to address a lot of the underlying issues that I had. I had to actually learn how to stop and sit still with myself because in all of that chaos of working 60 hours a week, do you think I was genuinely content and happy? (laughs) No freaking way, (laughs) right? I had so much anxiety. My overwhelm was so high. I was extremely, extremely scattered. And honestly, I was just all over the map. I had no self-trust. I wish you could see my face right now. I'm smiling because I just realized how much has shifted for me in a really short period of time. But yeah, going back to what I was saying, I had to learn how to sit in silence with myself. I had to allow myself to look at what I was afraid of looking at and what I was afraid to see. Of course, when I did that, I had so much anger inside of me and underneath of the anger is sadness, like I mentioned. So of course, when I actually stopped to look underneath of what I was running from, I did discover sadness. But then I also discovered so many other things that I was not expecting to discover, right? When I took time to sit down, I remember one day specifically, one of my coaches gave me the homework of sitting in silence for four hours. I was like, oh, hell to the no. I did it the first time and I hated it. And they were like, you missed the purpose of the exercise. So I was like, okay, I got to do it again. <laughs> I got to go back in. And at this time, four hours, I was like, no way can I sit in silence for four hours because I can't sit with myself. I have so many other things that I'm busy doing. But the second time that I went in, I had the intention of, okay, what am I running from? What am I trying to hide from? You know, what am I avoiding looking at? And it was not what I expected at all. It was amazing and it was beautiful. It was, you know, the sadness and the anger that I was expecting to find. The sadness was there, absolutely. But it turned out the sadness was this loving, loving presence, right? It was kind, it was so gentle. And it was definitely not what I was expecting to find. You know, like I mentioned, I told you, I was expecting to find this angry green monster of like this black hole of a horrible person. (laughs) It wasn't what I found at all, right? Because at our core, that is not what we are. At our core, we are all love, we are all light. And what I discovered that what I was running from was love within me. So many people are doing this, you know, we keep ourselves so busy because we find our worth in things that are outside of us. That's why I was working 60 hours a week, because I was like, you know, if accomplishments and accomplishing things is outside of myself, and if I achieve all of these amazing things, and I get all this recognition and acknowledgement, and, you know, this incredible business, and I have all of this real estate, that means that then when I achieve all of those things, I will be worthy. Broken strategy, broken, broken, broken strategy. So 
I'm going to talk about the self-love and self-worth in a minute. But for me, when I actually took the time to sit down with myself and discovered, you know, that I was not an angry, green, horrible monster inside, you know, I realized what I was running from was love. And it was, it was just this kind and gentle presence that was there. And it was a visual that came to me. And at that time, it was the most amazing, nurturing, beautiful thing that you could ever see. You know, the sadness was there, but it was almost like this flirty, flirty thing, you know? I don't know how to explain it to you. It sounds weird, but it was there. <laughs> and when I discovered this, it was crazy because I cried so much afterwards. At, like probably two days later after I started processing it and my coach asked me, what does this mean for you moving forward now? And then I realized, holy cow, I didn't need to, what I was running from was love. That's how I discovered that. And so then I cried so much that day. I took the entire day off work. I was like, how could I be so mean to myself? <laughs> how could I treat myself so poorly? And oh my God, the world ended. Funny enough, how ironic after I just discovered how mean I was to myself originally. And now just being kind to myself was a journey in itself. So at that point, I was like, okay, well, this is just old habits coming back to haunt me and I don't need to associate with that anymore. So yeah, basically at the end of the day, you know, when you start implementing all of this stuff, you're going to realize how important it is and how the relationship that you have with yourself is the most important thing that you can have in your business, right? Because our businesses are just genuinely a reflection of who we are and what we think about ourselves. If you're working like a million hours a day, your anxiety is high, your overwhelm is really high, I want you to stop and ask yourself, what do I hope to gain by working this many hours and choosing to live in anxiety, right? And then whatever your answer is for that, just say to yourself, okay, well, what do I hope to gain by having this belief? So for me, like I mentioned before, the thing that I wanted to gain by working so much was worth feeling valuable and feeling worthy of, you know, acknowledgement, recognition, love, appreciation, all that kind of stuff. Then ask yourself, what do you hope to gain by having that belief that you need to work to be worthy or whatever it is for you? This kind of ties back into, I don't know, episode three or four, the way of being and the characteristics that you need to adopt. If you don't have self-worth and self-love, how do you expect to be somebody who can feel accomplished? If you don't have any self-worth and self-love, how do you expect to be somebody who can run a really successful business and attract really high quality clients, right? Like I really want to get this point across. So many people look for things externally from themselves to fill this black hole inside of them right? That's what I was trying to do. I, I honestly completely remember the day when I went to one of my friends and this was probably four years ago now. And I remember saying to her, does everybody feel slightly empty inside? <laughs> okay. And her answer was, yeah, it's completely normal. And I remember in that moment, I was like, no, I can't be right. Like this, I don't feel whole. I feel incomplete. What is it? I was trying to fill that void with relationships, money, success, you know, everything. I was trying to honestly stuff it into this black hole and hope that it would repair. I felt like I had to have a relationship for me to feel like I was whole. And that is not 
the right way that we are conditioned and trained in society, right? Like that is some horrible subconscious reprogramming that society gives to us. If you're somebody who is feeling this black hole inside of you, maybe you even have all of the success and you're still like, well, I have everything here. I still have this black hole inside of me. What is it, right? That is your body and your intuition telling you, hey, hey, pay attention, wake up. Something needs to change and something is not right. Okay. If you have that feeling that is the biggest alarm bell inside of you, your intuition is telling you something is not right. When I was at that point in my life where I had this black hole that I couldn't fill with anything, (laughs) right? I would speak so poorly to myself and I spoke to myself honestly so, so, so awfully. I was in an emotionally and verbally abusive relationship with myself. And I definitely know that I am not the only person who does that because most of the clients that I work with, this is where we start operating from is disassembling those old stories that you've been telling yourself about who you are and what kind of value you have to add. Before I did all this work, I would remind myself, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not valuable. The things that I have to add, how am I ever going to get there? Other people are better than me. I can't even remember any of it anymore. I've honestly like blocked it all out. It's not there anymore. (laughs) But yeah, I would speak to myself terribly. I would point out all the flaws that I had with inside of my body. And I just honestly treated myself like crap. So naturally, I attracted those kinds of relationships, right? I attracted relationships that were not the healthiest relationships to be in. And obviously I contributed my part in it in the time, but you know, I always used to think because I had a lot of confidence throughout my whole life that I was somebody who loved myself and valued myself. But at the core of what it was, was a coping mechanism for me to hide myself from the world, to avoid people seeing who I truly was. I had literally no self-worth. I didn't genuinely believe that I was worthy of success, right? When you start applying all of this information, you're going to realize what a rapid transformation you can have in a very, very short period of time. For me to undo a lot of the programming that I had for over 30 years took me a matter of nine months, which is really nothing. You know, I slowly started cultivating a new narrative for myself, a new story for myself, but nine months is nothing. And I am now, honestly, I feel like I am completely on top of the world and I feel excited about every day. I love life so much. I live in intense gratitude. If you're someone who feels empty inside and you have this black hole that you're trying to fill, right? I want you to, the real question is, How do you expect yourself to be able to show up as a business owner who can genuinely run their business when you hate yourself so much and you feel so unworthy? How do you expect that you're going to attract these amazing clients like I mentioned before? So really start to take the time and just start getting curious about what this relationship means to you. What is your relationship with yourself? Many clients that I work with, actually, they don't realize the stories that they've been telling themselves. And I love around when they're in my program, they have huge aha moments. And a lot of the aha moments are, wow, a lot of the racing thoughts that I had inside of my mind were ones that were speaking to me horribly. And the good news is that you can get to the other side. That was where I was too. I had racing thoughts and all of them were negative. And now my mind is way more calm because I don't have that chaos and that trash rolling around inside of there you know it's not your fault that you were 
programmed with all of this data about the negativity and not having a healthy relationship with yourself. This is, it's not just you, honestly, this is a freaking global pandemic is what it is. <laughs> it's a global pandemic that so many people have such low self-worth, no self-love because we are not taught this, right? And as adults, then we are here now learning how to cultivate this amazing relationships with ourselves so that it overflows into us running a really successful business. If you are the made for more entrepreneur, the first place that you need to start and the number one thing that you need to do to genuinely start seeing results within your business is loving, appreciating, nurturing, and being kind and compassionate to yourself, right? Also, the other thing that's really important is know that your worth does not come from things outside of you, right? Your worth comes, it doesn't come from how much you've earned. It doesn't come from how much status you have. It comes from within you. And it is a feeling that you cultivate within yourself before you look for other things to fill up your life. So I want to ask you, where do you think that you're going to be a year from now if you don't start cultivating a healthy relationship with yourself? right? Where is your business going to be if you continue to operate with a lack of self-worth? So I know you might be thinking, uh, okay, great, Anne-Marie. <laughs> so now what? How do I create this healthy relationship with myself? <laughs> when you start to cultivate this relationship with yourself, just start asking yourself, okay, how can I start showing myself that I love myself? How can I genuinely love, nurture, and appreciate myself, right? The easiest way for you to do this is just start thinking of yourself as a child. How would you show up for a child and how would you speak to them kindly? And if a child had really negative voices coming up inside of their mind, how would you teach them to navigate that? So this is a really great place to start. The other thing that has been really crazy, crazy, crazy powerful for me is treating myself as if I'm in a relationship with someone else you know like I look at the relationship with myself and I pretend I'm somebody else so it's like me, there's me and then there's also me <laughs> so this means that when I go to the gym I check myself out in the mirror and I'm like damn if I was on the elliptical 100 miles away and there was somebody else and there was some sexy guy that I was at the gym with and he was checking me out he would be saying girl your booty looks great you know It'd be your partner and you're at the gym. You'd be flirting with each other across the gym. So then I started doing that to myself in the mirror at the gym. I started cooking actual dinners for myself because that was something I stopped doing. I started pouring my sparkling water, La Croix. <laughs> I started pouring my La Croix sparkling water into a wine glass for dinner. I started getting excited to clean the dishes up after dinner. I started getting really excited to make bed and I tucked the sheets in a little bit tighter, right? So treat yourself as if you were in a relationship with somebody else. Yeah. How do you surprise somebody else that you're in a relationship with? So you really need to get clear on this, have fun with it, right? When you first start falling in love and you're in a relationship, it's so much fun, right? How can you start putting that towards yourself? So if you don't start making this a routine for your life and you don't start making this a priority, what you're really saying is that you don't matter. So I'm going to say that again. So if you don't start making this routine for yourself and the relationship that you have with yourself, and you don't prioritize this relationship that you have with yourself, what you're really saying is that you don't matter. And if you are someone who wants to be a really powerful CEO, who is a really effective leader, how can you lead people and expect them to show up as productive, happy, healthy team members? If you are leading by example, but the example that and standard that you are living by is that you don't matter. 
right? It's literally not possible. So how do you expect people to show up and genuinely care about your mission and put in 100% if they are working for someone who doesn't value themselves? Yeah, sure. You can try and fake it. That's what I did for years, you know, but people know. And there was a reason that I attracted these relationships into my life, <laughs> right? People can sense it. And at a molecular level, you are energy, right? So they can literally sense the vibration that is coming off of you. You can't see it. And sometimes you can't understand it. But there's a reason that certain people are attracted to each other because of the energy that you're exuding into the world. So you can try and fake it, but it's not going to work. <laughs> right? At the core and essence of all of this, this is the work. Look at the things that you are afraid to look at. Start creating a space for yourself that is amazing and beautiful and kind and loving and caring, right? If you don't take the time to really dig into that, what are things going to look like for you in 12 months time, right? Yeah, to start asking yourself, how can you incorporate the relationship that you have with yourself into today now, right? You need to start doing it now. Don't say, okay, I'll start tomorrow. It starts right here, right now. <laughs> so how can you start to level up the relationship that you have with yourself? And imagine what your business is going to look like when you really genuinely, deeply care, appreciate, love yourself and know that you are worthy right? That's where a powerful CEO starts operating from. Your business is going to reflect that. Okay. This is what happened for me. As soon as I started adopting this relationship with myself and started changing it, holy cow, things shifted really quickly for me. So I wonder if you are really starting to realize that the more that you move yourself to a higher emotional state, the better leader and business owner that you can be, right? I'm going to say that again. So I wonder if you're starting to realize the more that you move yourself to a higher emotional state, the better business owner and better leader that you can be. So I am going to leave you with that today because I could talk about this topic forever and I am going to talk to you in future episodes about how you can transmute anger into gratitude and what that looks like. I also wanted to let you guys know that there are two ways that you can work with me. I have a very limited capacity for one-on-one -on -one clients that I do take on, and I love working one-on-one -on -one with clients. So it's a completely custom program for you to really move from being a made-for-more entrepreneur into a super, super powerful CEO. And then I also run group coaching programs, which are crazy powerful. And the clients who take part in these love the program and have exceptionally high you know, reviews and testimonials of this. So if you are interested in working with me, please reach out to me either on Instagram or send me an email to hello at anriespina.com. I'm going to leave you all with that. There are some amazing nuggets in here. Listen to this episode twice because honestly, it's going to completely change your life. And when you really start absorbing these concepts, your business is going to transform rapidly for you. So I hope you have the most amazing day and I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Have you begun to realize how powerful this work really is? Each and every time that you tune in, you're learning to master this work. You're transforming your own life and your business. If you are someone who really loves to help other people, please share this episode on social media to help transform someone else's life. And if you really love this episode and you found value, please leave me a review. It will help us create a positive change and shift the way the world sees ADHD. I also really love to connect with my listeners. So you can find me on Instagram and Clubhouse at annemarie.espina. And if you have any questions, please email hello at annemarieespina.com and your questions may be featured in upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day and I will see you next time.